Welcome to Home Design Chat with Nancy. Are you remodeling or building your dream home? We will chat about everything from the ceilings to the floors and everything in between. Any questions you might have can be emailed to me at nancy at nancy hugo. And this podcast is being brought to you by Premier Lighting. Well, today is March 25th, and I have a special guest who I've never done a podcast with before. Alan Thompson is the district sales manager with BSH Home Appliance Corporation. Thank you so much, Alan, for coming by. I know you're very busy. Thank you, Nancy. Great to be here with you. I appreciate it. Well, the first thing I want to ask you is, maybe a lot of people out there don't know, what is BSH? What does it stand for? Okay, so BSH stands for Bosch Siemens, and the last word is Hasgerat, which is a German word for home appliances, household appliances. So uh, it was founded by Robert Bosch. Just a little bit of history. Robert Bosch, back in 1886, um, he came up with the uh, Magneto. It was one of his first big inventions, but he has quite a few to his credit. Uh, there in Munich, Germany is where it was founded. Uh, and then over the years with the Bosch Siemens Group, they were, uh, they're both huge competitors in Europe uh, as far as building home appliances and other things. And instead of com- uh, basically competing, they joined forces and became one company and has had gone on for years and years and years up until just recently when Siemens has kind of moved away from the home appliance industry and so Bosch took over their share of that of that part of the business and so we still keep a BSH I've heard things talking about it may changing but it still is BSH and so that's what we're known as okay good so now we know a little bit about BSH but the B is Bosch and today we're going to talk about Bosch appliances So for those of you who may or may not be familiar with Bosch appliances, they do have a lot uh, on their plate. How many appliances do they have as far as the different? The number is staggering. It's a a very wide array. But I I, I can say that from the division that I'm in, of course, they have other divisions. One of of our big divisions, what we're really known for in, in a lot of places, is about our mixers, actually, which is the small appliance industry. But what I, man- what I manage and, and take over are all your home appliances from refrigeration to cooktops in all three, in all three elements. Um, you have wall ovens. Essentially anything for your home we, we manufacture. So everything from the microwave to the ovens and everything in between. Correct. And, we, and okay. some of those things, just to make sure we put the microwaves, are, uh, typically that's an OEM product but uh, made by somebody else, but with, with up to our standards and the way we want it built. So. And then also if you want to have a kitchen with the same brand in it, and that's why they do that. Absolutely. Good. Absolutely. Well, okay, where are they made? Where are these appliances made? In S- Munich? So actually, no. Well, we, the, Bosch, the Bosch history is, is something that uh, the one thing Robert Bosch is coined as saying is he, he wanted the integrity of his name always carried at a very high level. And so he, he, he valued trust over the dollar. And so he always has high standards for all his appliances. And so even though it's a German company and we know the German standards are super high, most of what we do now is actually manufactured here in the U.S. And that's nice to know. It's absolutely, absolutely. Good for we're, us. we're excited about that. And it makes it better for our distribution. But also we carry those standards because it is a Robert Bosch uh, company to the American manufacturing. So while we do get products from other countries, from a lot of our other plants, which we have plants all over the, all over the country, uh, what we sell here in the U.S., like you said, Nancy, 75% of them are made in uh, North Carolina, actually, coming out of our plants in North Carolina. Oh, is that the only state that you have 
um, we, manufacturing plants in? We have some manufacturing plants a little bit in, from what I understand, in, in Tennessee as well. Oh, okay. Well, as um, maybe the listening audience didn't know, but I went to KBiz this year, which was uh, an experience in itself since I did get stuck in Vegas because of the snowstorm. That was <laughs> not fun. But I did see a lot of really interesting things and spent a lot of time at the Bosch um, displays. So let's talk about some of the things that are new to Bosch that they're introducing, like the Benchmark series, which I never heard of before. Okay. Well, Benchmark is our line of appliances. It's a little bit more um, prestigious. It has more uh, features to it. We only distribute it through our independent dealers, so you won't see that these uh, appliances show up at our big box locations. And so you have to go to some of those independent dealers to find it. But they have they have uh, features like, for example, one of the things that we'll talk about is the side swing oven. The side swing oven only comes in a benchmark uh, model. We have a induction well, cooktops. Well, let, wait, let's, let's talk about the side swing oven. Okay. I love this side swing oven. And you're probably going, okay, so big deal. What it, What is it good oh, for? Oh, man, the side swing oven. It. When we introduced it originally a few years ago, it's what really launched the Benchmark um, name, actually, with that line of appliances. A lot of independent dealers and, and designers saw that design and really got on board with this right off the bat, and it was that piece. Because what it allows you to do is you're going to the – and you can imagine this just like your refrigerator. You open it from the side. You easily access to the food inside. You're dealing with a hot environment. Well, well, let me just say something. Being as petite as I am, when I use a wall oven or any oven and you pull down the door, you really don't have good access to the cavity. But when you have a side swing oven, it gets me excited because I can actually get close enough and take out whatever I'm cooking and then put it on your landing space, which should be really close to your oven and you won't burn yourself you can actually you have better control oh all key points yes absolutely you open that door <clears throat> excuse me and what's great about it too is all benchmark ovens have glide racks so not only can you bring it out to you you have great access to it just from the get-go because you're opening the door and by the way speaking of that door that hinge was was very manu- was engineered perfectly so that wherever you stop it just like your laptop computer mm-hmm. something that a lot of us can relate to wherever you stop it is where it will stay it will not swing so you want to make sure you open that door all the way up, and it will it will open up almost all the way to the side, so that you get into it and you don't have to worry about. Um, oh, it will open almost um, ninety degrees. That oh. hinge will allow you to open it all the way to the side. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that that fits very well with um, no, I kitchens mean, I mean that 90, it would be it would be like one hundred forty five, yeah, one hundred eighty. Yeah, yeah that's, so sorry. that that would be good when you're working at the oven and somebody's trying to pass by you. You're not going to get hit with the oven. Absolutely. I, I think that's, and definitely, and I do want to say something about that side swing oven. It's definitely the best appliance for anybody that's in a wheelchair or that has uh, challenges. So I don't want to dwell on that, but I love the idea of appliances that will then uh, be adaptable for people with problems. You bet. Okay. So that being said, um, let's go on to the next thing. Uh, let's talk about the flex induction with the power move cooktop. I think that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, induction, do we want to talk about induction? Sure. Or do we want to inform the, the, the listener? So induction 
cooktop is uh, just like your electric cooktop that you've had for years and years and years. And induction actually has a long history, but really come about in just the last, I would even say, 10 years. And I know you've had a history of designing with it. You've had many times success over the years with it because of all the different features of as far as heating as as quick actually in most occasions quicker than gas you can raise a uh, pot of boiling water faster on induction and kind of like what you and i were talking about if you live in an elevation that's higher in the mountains you're actually losing a lot of your um heating elements which is called a btu uh, thermal British, uh, let's see, British thermal unit is what okay. it's called. That's the heating from gas. For every thousand feet of elevation, you lose four percent of those BTUs. So we were talking about that. Mm-hmm. So if you live on the top of a mountain or Flagstaff or anything, any location that is what higher than six thousand, six seven thousand feet, yeah, yeah, you really should get induction because you're losing a lot of your BTUs, and so you're you're buying a range that's not going to give you the um, what what it was meant to give you. Well, and, in our, and and here in Phoenix area, as warm as it is, we don't need to put extra heat into the room. True, true. Which induction, as you know, conducts through electromagnetic uh, field to the pan. And so just the pan is what's getting hot. You don't put that excess heat in. Right. So that's what's conducting the heat. So a lot of people don't get the concept right away. But when you pull the pot away from the heating element... Then you can put your hand on it. Now, it still will retain heat from the food that was heated in the pan, but not like you were touching an electric range. Right. It, the safety factor is, is really a great story yeah. with induction. Now, a lot of people say, yeah, but i got to get new pots. But that's okay. Because yeah, and, and good come, quality pots will give you better cooking experience. So don't go for the cheap pots just because you have to get new pots. I mean, you want new pots anyway if you're getting a new cooktop. Don't be stingy about that. But <laughs> but let me say one thing I love because I'm a, a clean freak. Yes. And so if you're frying something, you can actually put newspaper or brown paper or paper towel down on your cooktop, then put your pan on top of that, then you put your food in, then you fry away, and then you roll up the paper, throw it away. No cleaning. I it's, love it. It's it's a great feature to talk I know. about. For That's sure. my favorite thing. Yes. <laughs> Besides the performance of how well it cooks. But we were talking about the special pans. So the so well, you've got special plant pans. You've got like tempeniaki. I mean, let's 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 talk about what you asked about, which was about the flex induction. So as you can imagine, you've got let's talk about a thirty-six induction mm-hmm. cooktop. So you've got these rectangular burners. On the left and right side of your of your induction cooktop, in the middle it has a big circle. But the indu- the flex, what the flex allows you to do is, it's actually got two different zones on that rectangular area. So if I wanted to, I could put a tempeniaki or frying pan across rectangular that rectangular pan, pan. Okay. almost like a griddle shape. Absolutely, that's a great right. way to put it. I'll just add in these, Thank these you. words. Yes, <laughs> yeah, right. I can split that surface into two different temperature zones. Oh. I could have the front being very hot. Say, let's say, let's use an example. You're doing uh, pancakes in the morning, and once you get them done, you want them to stay warm. You could put them to the back of the pan and have that at a lower temperature. Oh. That way you could, and, or you could be doing other things. I mean, you can see the, the benefits of that. The move feature that's, that comes on that same cooktop, what's fun about the power move is you can actually move the pan and going to the back. So let's say, for example, I, re- I reach a boil. I put my contents in. And as you well know, it will start to boil over. I can slide it more to the middle area okay, of that rectangular area. 
it automatically adjusts it to a medium high where you can stir it for that whatever your recipe calls for and then slide it to the very back which will go down to a simmer put the put the lid on and off you go to, to, to fixing something else, and that's at a very low simmer. All done without without touching the control so panel. So is that like a cooktop with a brain? Very much so. We got a lot of those, those features uh, coming out in the next wave of appliances. We were talking about um, some sort of a sensor. Is that what you were saying, a sensor at the bottom of a pan? There is, yeah. In fact, uh, yes, we have, uh, and that's actually at the, at the 800 level. We have different levels of of. of of uh, cooking and it's actually a feature that can pick up on the pan so let's say for example you're doing pancakes if you're doing on a regular frying pan you're putting at a certain temperature and that temperature can actually fluctuate as you hit it in a frying pan what this will do is it it will make the perfect pancake so it will lower the temperature based on uh, the way you've been cooking so you never burn a pancake ever again it will come out the same way who burns pancakes I do. I do. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I, need to, I need to get my own cooktop in my home, I guess. But when we have a pan and you put something cold in the pan and then you turn the heat on, and then if you were to add more cold food into the hot, is that what you're saying? It will then adjust the temperature? It will adjust the temperature and the, the amount of time that it cooks that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So not even talking about pancakes, but that's... Oh, yeah. That's the way... With no, meats I'm saying, and everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That, that would work. Well, we, I want to ask you about the Connect, but since we're going to talk about Connect and and all of those uh, little doobobs that you can get from uh, Amazon and Google, I was told not to say that word because then if the person is listening to the podcast, then that activates the A unit, starting with an A. AI. I don't know. No, like Alexa. Oh, I'm not supposed to say oh, that too to say loud. That. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. So I wanted to talk about, not Alexa, but I wanted to talk about Premier Lighting. They are the ones who sponsor this podcast so that you can enjoy learning a lot more than you did bef- uh, than you did know before. But Premier Lighting is the ultimate when it comes to going to market and filling their showroom with the most beautiful fixtures. So if you're interested in giving your home some something new, some new lighting, new fixtures, you want to go on their website. And by the way, they do ship out of Arizona. So their website is shoppremier.com. Their phone number is on the website. If you have any questions regarding LED bulbs or uh, anything having to do with lights, you can call them. They have consultants that will come out to your home if you live in Arizona or talk to you on the phone if you don't. So don't forget, go on shoppremier.com, and they will answer all the questions about lighting. So let's go back to that connectivity. Yes. Yeah. Let's, it's, you know, what we're seeing in today's world is we're so connected to everything we're doing. And Bosch being at the forefront of technology, innovation that they've had, their, their history, um, really their DNA, they have come up with a, a technology called Home Connect. And Home Connect is actually a Bosch product. It's a Bosch service that we are now implementing in all of our Bosch appliances. So the connectivity, let's use this as an example. My favorite one is our coffee machine. So I can take a – we have an app called the Home Connect app, and I can go right from there, pick my favorite way I like my coffee, whether it's a latte or whether it's a macchiato, whatever you you want, uh, and it has the size. 
as long as we have to have a cup, we don't have the robot that puts the cup there. You have to have a cup there, but you can control your coffee machine right from your phone so that you can get up in the morning, hit your favorite um, coffee, take a shower. By the time you come downstairs, it'd be done, ready for you to go. Do you have an app that says, don't forget, stupid, put the cup in? <laughs> we don't. I think it actually, no, actually it has a sensor to let you know that there's not a there's not a cup there. But so if the cup wasn't there and you were in bed and you said, hey, I want coffee, it's not it going to activate? It should. I'll have to, oh, I'll that have might to look be that good. up. Yes. Now you need an app that's going to cook your pancakes for yes, you. Yes, that's right. That's right. But the other thing that's cool about that, Nancy, if I jump in on the, on the home, the thing that I like, and I think that like a lot of our consumers are looking for, though, is also that aspect of, of help so that if you have an error code or whatever comes up, you're able to take a, a photo of the, of the UPC code on the appliance and then get on the phone with one of our customer service people. And they can once you give them access, that's another thing that's important, that we don't just have access to your appliance without your permission. There's, there's other things out there that, that give you that. But they can, we can access the di- and do a diagnostics as far as what the, what is wrong with your appliance if there is an issue. So are they doing this while they're on the phone with mm-hmm. you? So you can they can walk you through it if Absolutely. there's a problem. If there's something well, you can like, just that's input like it. my my guy who does my computer. He can get into my computer and I can watch. Absolutely. Same thing. So we can say there's that's very that, similar. Yeah, and they can and they can and if it's something that they need a part or something, that way they can tell the service tech what part they're going to need. To, so that they make one stop. Our, and then before they hang up, they say, hey, stupid, don't forget that cup in the coffee machine. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, go ahead. I was going to say, uh, not to rush you along, Alan, but the one thing that I did see that was very impressive at KBiz was the black stainless steel. Want to yes. talk a little bit about that? Black stainless steel has really taken off, and it's a color that, uh, you know, as Bosch, we've always been very much just stainless steel. And so coming out with that for us was a, was really a no-brainer and a home run because we've been doing black stainless in Europe for years. And the difference is is that our black stainless is a black oxide coating that's over the stainless steel. Okay, it's a, it's, it's a really pretty um, – it's actually built into the stainless uh, still. Right, it's, it's in not the an overcoat, right? It's not just an overcoat. Yeah, overcoat. So it's part of the process. It's almost like a foil. You can scratch it really easily on a lot of other manufacturers, so you have to be careful with it as far as, you know, depending on your uses of and whatnot. But our black stainless, you actually can take – I've taken keys, obviously not to really go after it like I'm going to really do some damage, but if I was brushing by it, that's something that, that happens on a, mm-hmm. on a very frequent basis. It won't scratch. You won't see that. And that's the real difference between Bosch and a lot of other manufacturing right. is that uh, we have that in our black stainless. Well, that's good to know. The caveat is that don't think about mixing a Bosch black stainless appliance in the kitchen with another manufacturer's black stainless appliance because they're not going to match. There's, there's, some are pretty close, depending on how close, but yeah, they're definitely separate. You want to, you definitely want to get into someone's showroom and, and look at the differences. It's not, the computer screen doesn't do it justice as far as how the, the appearance is. And, and good timing because black is in, as I keep saying, black is the new color for this year. I've seen so many pictures of black cabinetry in the kitchens and black furniture and black accent pieces. So, they, I saw the picture of them. Well, I was actually there and took several pictures, and it, it is a beautiful item. So let's talk about dishwashers. How's that? The famous Bosch dishwasher that I use in every kitchen that I design, including my own. Yeah. 
Well, thank you. I know that, uh, and I have one as well. Uh, of Bosch, course you do. <laughs> Bosch dishwashers, right? Bosch dishwashers really are where most people associate Bosch with appliances. I mean, the Bosch dishwasher has been in in every level of homes and every demographic because of where we are price point-wise and because of the feature. And really, let's get down to the brass tacks. What are What is everyone looking for in a dishwasher? They're looking for quiet, and they're looking for cleanability. Right. Two top features for anyone buying a, a dishwasher today. I've gotten to the point where I, I just keep saying, okay, so your dishwasher is a Bosch. Do you want to have a panel on it, or do you just want to have stainless steel? Right. Uh, you know, there's no question. Right. So let's um, let's talk about why it's such a great dishwasher. Well, I mean, like I said, Bosch, the cleanability is number one with us. We do a lot of testing. In fact, every one of our dishwashers, before it goes into your home, has been tested in our factory. So we make sure that everything's running and operating smoothly, uh, that you'll be happy with your performance. That's a key thing. We actually also, also test with finished detergent. So they come into our plants as well, and that's one of the reasons why for you at home who have a Bosch dishwasher, you'll notice there's a sticker on your dishwasher that talks about finish and the best ways to use finish detergent. Will it work with others like Cascade? Absolutely. There's not a problem there at all. It's just that finish is regarded as one of the number one detergents out there, and we do a lot of our testing and a lot of our um, ensuring of our cleanability of our dishes with finished products. And so we make sure we get the... uh, the best cleaning results of, of out there, and we test them. We test them vigorously. In fact, we have a training facility in Irvine, California. In fact, if your if your listeners are out there, if you're ever in the Anaheim, Irvine, California area, please bring uh, your dirty dishes. Bring in. Bring your dirty dishes in. <laughs> Come on in. But you can go on a tour of the of the uh, of the Irvine uh, training facility, and they have a huge group of uh, of dishwashers in there that are all live. And actually, we test them every day where we leave um, Nutella, we leave an, a mixture of egg, ketchup, and we leave them overnight. And then we put them in the dishwasher just like that because what we're finding, people are still rinsing their dishes before they put them in the dishwasher. Really? Yeah. Oh. oh, you're not supposed to do that? <laughs> you're not supposed. I still remember my aunt way back in like 19, I shouldn't say way back, but in about early 80s. And I remember. She had just bought a very nice dishwasher, and she was so frustrated because she had to wash her dishes before she put them in the dishwasher. And she was saying, you know, why, why, do, I, why do I have to do this? Right. I spent all this money. I don't even know why I remember this, being as a teenager at that time. But it stuck with me. And so what we talk about, what I train people on all the time, my sales staff, is educate your customers. You should go to the sink with a fork and knock off the bigger pieces, obviously, but if it doesn't have food left on or if it doesn't have some of that residue on it, the enzymes in the detergent, along with the process of what Bosch does as far as the engineering goes with the way they clean, it doesn't know that the dishes are, are dirty. And so it has that technology. So it uh, etches the glass. Ah, that's the, the key is that they your, your, your silverware, your dinnerware, your plates, your glasses – Actually, it's it's easier. It's better performing. It's actually more gentle on them as well. And there's yeah. a lot of cycles that you can choose from, obviously. But what I recommend with most of my Bosch customers is to use the auto cycle because it actually has what's called a turbidity sensor built into the filter. Now, we're really going into a deep dive into Bosch dishwasher technology. But that turbidity sensor picks up on uh, food particles in the water 
and will continue to wash your dishes based on what it's seeing in the in the water. So when anyone ever calls our customer service line, and I've done this myself to make sure I could testify that it actually happens, but if you ever call up and say, my dishes just aren't coming out that clean, the first thing that technician will ask you is if you're rinsing your dishes before you put them in. And I've I've gone head-to-head with some of my friends and family on that on that adage of actually leaving baked-on casseroles that have been in the fridge and back out and reheated and cleaned up, and they want to go soak it. And I tested it out. I said, no, just put it right in your Bosch dishwasher. You know, I'm thinking about this for the uh, single person who has a dishwasher or maybe husband and wife, they don't have kids. And so how long does it take them to really fill up a dishwasher? It seems kind of a waste to run the whole dishwasher for one fork, one knife, one spoon, Mm -hmm. one glass, and one plate. So if they stack it over the week, and then I know some people say, yeah, we run it on the weekend. If if it's a Bosch, it'll clean everything, even after it sits for five days? It definitely can, and I and I have run into that, especially in this market. And one of the other things that I talk about, though, it, it, and because that's a legitimate concern and cause, but if you look at the cycles that we have, we have a very – we have a um, uh, half wash. What that is, it's not just an upper upper rack while we have that feature, but it's a half load – so that you don't have to have it completely full, and it won't run the full time. And it's only using approximately, because it depends on how clean your dishes are, how dirty they are, I should say, two and a half gallons of water. So it's really not using, because we recycle the water through our very fine filter, um, water filter that's built in the food filter in the bottom. Filter that water throughout the dishwasher to make sure you get the clean dishes, but also you're not overusing water. So we're very, and as you know, Nancy, we're very uh, environmentally friendly oh, yeah, company. You are. We're a very green company. So how long does that half wash take? Because a normal cycle is about sixty minutes. It's even a normal cycle. To be honest with you, with the with the normal um, dishes, you're looking honestly from from wash to dry at, at minimum probably on average is about ninety minutes. Oh, that cycle would be closer to an hour. That would cycle for a half load would be closer to an hour. Okay. Well, we we're going to talk more about dishwashers, but we have uh, special things coming out towards. The summer, right? Absolutely. So we, we, a, we don't want to spill the beans. We're not going to spill the beans. We'll do a future podcast so everybody can can be on the edge of their seats as far as some new technology that uh, not really new to Bosch, but it will be new to the U.S. and it's a, a amazing feature. Those of you who were able to attend KBiz got a little introduction to that, but we'll share it with uh, with all your listeners in the this summer. Yeah, so zip up. it up right now. That's we won't right. talk about it. Well, I think we've learned enough about Bosch to know that you're one of the leading appliances um, in the um, in the design field, anyway. Well, we've 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 worked a lot with our designers. They're actually a big part of our team and who we go to for for help. We understand that their presence with uh, with consumers actually has a, actually has a higher probably a higher trust factor because of the relationship that they have, and so we. We really do listen, and one of the things we came out with with Benchmark and that line of appliances that we introduced, and it's it's throughout now, is the flush installation. It looks so good and so contemporary in our new homes that, uh, that, that makes, you've been designing. Right. That makes the, the uh, designers very happy. It gets to the point where I go, oh, no, this thing is sticking out. We need the flush. One thing that we did miss is the idea that Thermador does have a line of pots and pans that people can purchase. Yeah, both both Bosch and Thermador both have pots and pans that you can have that work a little bit better with your cookware. 
so that you get maximum performance. Uh, we talked about the tempanyaki. We have that, so you can use it with their Anyone buying a flex induction should really look at that. And they're affordable. They're not They're not over the top. It's not something that we No, I read somewhere that if you get quality cookware, you will have a, a quality, um, um, well, I want to say a cooking experience maybe your food if your, you the use overall, cheap pots it's not going to work yeah, as the well cleanup, right you talked about that earlier the cleanup is a big deal and so having better pots and pans easier to clean main, maintaining them overall they're, they're you know there's a chef that we both know and he always said you can be a good cook but you can be the best cook with the best appliances there you go right do yeah. we both agree on that uh, absolutely yeah absolutely Alan, we're going to do a podcast about dishwashers probably towards the June-July area. But until then, I want to say I'm going to see you around anyway. But thank you so much for stopping by and doing this podcast. I think a lot of people learned more about Bosch than they knew, which is really our intent. Um, It's a nice product. And if you want to see the product, you can go to your local dealer. Um, as Alan said, not the big box stores, probably uh, check around for some dealers that deal with builders and designers, and you will see the line. It's worth visiting. So until next time, I want to thank Alan for stopping by. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. I enjoyed being here. And thank everybody for listening. And uh, until the next time, have a great day. Bye.